This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. New Capitol Hill recommendations on the U.S.-China relationship are a little milder than language that had many in agriculture concerned. The House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party finalized a set of recommendations today that include some changes to the tariffs facing Chinese products to restore American economic leverage. In the event of retaliation, the group says the U.S. Trade Representative needs to get to work finding new markets for American ag exports. But the report does not include a recommendation to revoke the so-called permanent normal trade status for China. South Dakota Republican Dusty Johnson is a member of both the Select Committee and the House Ag Committee. He says the report threads the fine line between protectionism and national security concerns. Some in American industry will come to us and they will ask for this type of government intervention in our markets, ostensibly because they, uh, for national security purposes. But in reality, we know that they're interested in industrial policy, they're interested in uh, protectionism. And I think this committee could have uh, made an error if we had uh, gone too far down that path. He says future bills called for in the recommendations will need to maintain the report's posture. The challenge for this committee, for this Congress, for this government as we move forward will be be to make sure that the provisions in this report are implemented, are executed, and are maintained for national security purposes rather than for protectionism or industrial policy. Ag Group sent a letter earlier this week expressing concern about language in a draft version of the report that would propose permanent change to the tariff structure on Chinese imports. But many of those same groups say they're pleased with the changes in the final product. Be sure to read tomorrow's AgriPulse newsletter for the latest. In other news, food price inflation is relaxing. Grocery store prices in the latest consumer price index were one-tenth of a percent higher in November and are 1.7 percent higher since 2022. The Biden administration says that's the lowest 12-month increase since June of 2021. The slight uptick matches the increase reported for September. Grocery prices were up three-tenths of a percent in October. Lower costs for beef, pork, and poultry helped pull the overall figure lower this month and offset increases in the produce and bakery aisles. The overall CPI was up one-tenth of a percent on higher housing costs. Philip Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com, where you can also find Jackie Fatka's latest on the concerns of anti-hunger advocates worried about looming billion-dollar budgetary shortfalls for the Special Supplemental Nutrition Program for women, infants, and children. Finally today, Canadian pork producers are trying to determine how California's Proposition 12 will impact hog farmers north of the border. Stephen Heckbert is the executive director of the Canadian Pork Council, He tells WHO Radio there are still several parts of the animal housing law lacking clarity. For example, frozen products are apparently going to be exempt. So does that mean that more frozen products will flow into California? Um, Ground pork is exempt. Uh, Sausages are exempt. And, you know, the the trade in, in live animals between the two countries is also apparently exempt, according to California. So this is the real challenge, is that Uh, I'm not sure California has done a particularly good job of explaining to American producers or Canadian producers about what will and will not be permitted. The bill sets animal housing standards for pork sold into California, but Heckbert says facility inspection to ensure compliance is not on the table. We would do that for the USDA, but there's no circumstance in which we'd allow a state-level 
uh, official to come and inspect a plant in Canada. And that's and there's nothing. I'm sure they're lovely people, uh, but that's just not something that our federal government would ever allow. Provisions of the rule requiring facility certification to sell into the California market take effect at the beginning of January. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Join more than 5,000 farmers and ranchers from across the country at the American Farm Bureau Convention, January 19th through the 24th in Salt Lake City. The convention and trade show are open to anyone who wants to learn more about farming, ranching, and agriculture policy. Register at annualconvention.fb.org slash register. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.